0: But yeah, babes, he said that the whole DeBarch family was kind of out there. Really? Yeah. So just for some clarification, I was on Clubhouse, and there was this guy speaking in a lot of these music rooms named, I think he calls himself Quiz Gaines. Uh Uh-huh. He says that he grew up with the DeBarch family, and they're all kind of like weird and into drugs. Wow. I mean, maybe he didn't use the term into drugs, but he said that they all had their own issues. Yeah. Yes, and he's also friends with Kamala Harris.
1: Yeah, and then what was that? Got the thing that the uh, that somebody commented on.
0: Quiz was saying something about the music industry, and this guy interrupted him by by uh, saying, "Well, what do you know? You're a Kamala Harris person." And he said, "Hey, that's kind of disrespectful. I understand that she's not liked by everybody, but a personal friend, you can still be friends with somebody." Um, and not have to take it to that level. <laughs> so let's get to this.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not a Kamala Harris fan at all. Me neither. Right. For very obviously. Very, obvious
1: reasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: But, now, do you think it's possible that on some level, people who know her not as the vice president, but actually hang out with her, do you think that they could like her as a human being?
1: Um... It's possible just as much as it's possible that people could like Hillary Clinton, although I'm not sure how, but, um and, and I'm just saying that because I'm a lay person looking, looking in. Right. I'm a, I'm a lay person on the outside that just, you know, observes, observes people in speeches and things like that. But I suppose, I mean, I, I can't say that, that, that she doesn't have any friends or that Hillary doesn't have any friends, but I don't know. Uh, I burped. Yeah, we know that. It was pretty loud. Thank you.
0: If you, by some weird opportunity, met <laughs> Kamala Harris, <clears throat> and she seemed like a nice person, would you admit that?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe I would. I mean, I would give her a little bit of credit if she seemed, uh, if she seemed a little bit kind
0: she doesn't seem human to me. I mean, I'm not saying that she's an alien, but it, I don't.
1: it don't. You know I what, don't
0: see the human part. Of you
1: her. know what I? You know what it, it? You know what I have been observing. It seems to me like she doesn't have. She has a lot of apathy for things. Yes. You know what I mean? Are you? Are, yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. She seems very apathetic.
0: And I don't think she has the best PR team around her.
1: Not at all. Because
0: I think if she did, they'd tell her, hey, cut out the laugh. Let's try to seem a little bit less uh, canned responses and a little bit more like you're an actual human. Like, I'm not a Barack Obama fan Mm -hmm. for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're not. But I think we can both agree that he, at least on the surface, seems like a person who kind of gets it.
1: I will say that he is... um, He's very articulate. Um, He seems to have um, a better head on his shoulders, Mm -hmm. even though I don't agree with his politics or policy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think he gets it a little bit more than she does. And it seems to me not only does does she seem very apathetic, but she also seems very um, condescending.
0: Oh, she's super condescending.
1: I mean, so condescending it hurts Mm -hmm. to watch.
0: Okay, gun to your head. Oh, you have a choice. Oh, no. And somebody tells I you, like that um, Trump is not running for president. And, you know, all, all of the Republicans are so sad, they're not going to even go, bother running anybody. And your choices for our next president are between Kamala Harris or Hillary Clinton.
1: I would say shoot me now. <laughs> really.
0: See, I have a definite answer for this.
1: I would say shoot me now and get it over with. <laughs> I'm really one an- to be okay.
0: honest. Alright, My answer, and I, it's a horrible choice, I'd go for Hillary Clinton. Oh. Now, here's why.
1: Okay, She why? has
0: a little bit more experience uh, in the White House because, obviously, she was blown Bill Clinton. Well, I don't know. At least Monica was. And, oh,
1: jeez. you have to mention that? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she worked for Obama, so she knows what she's doing. I don't get the... Kamala is probably... Gr- she's probably a great law mind. But I doubt it goes further than that.
1: So you think she's a, she's a great intellectual, but yeah, that, that's you, only if, as far as it goes. If
0: you talk to Kamala Harris about law, I'm sure she could school us on some stuff. But if you actually talk to her about how to get policy passed...
1: She wouldn't have anything. No. She wouldn't have any clue.
0: Hillary knows both, so I'd choose Hillary. No, it, it's a horrible choice, but that's what yeah. I do in that situation.
1: Even if she was a corrupt lawyer, because oh, she was. Even though she was a corrupt lawyer, you should ask her. You would still ask her about law.
0: There's that tape that was going around the internet of there was this rape case. Uh, yes, yeah, you know yes. the one I'm talking about. Yes, of and a, she, like twelve year old girl. Yes,
1: and she got the guy off and was
0: laughing about it. And
1: she it. was. I mean, I'm like, how could you? How could you be a lawyer in this case? This little girl was brutally attacked and you just made sure the guy got off
0: well okay so let me play devil's advocate slightly for hillary clinton on this one she may have come from the school a thought of this is a horrible person yes but every person needs a defense in our country i could go with that but when you're laughing about it afterwards that's a step too far.
1: that sounds very um what's the word i'm looking for it It, it sounds very cold, cold, Mm -hmm. cold. Um, that's another, I mean, that's, that's another example of being apathetic, I think. I mean, it it just, it, it, it almost seemed like she didn't care about the girl. Um, she didn't care about how the girl was affected and she wasn't even a teenager yet. And the guy gets off. I I heard about that. I, I was, I was appalled. I was very, very appalled. Yeah, I did hear about the video. It was awful.
0: Horrible stuff, babes.
1: Horrible. Yes, it was. Yes. And her cackle is no better than uh, cackling commie, but... Um, oh, I
0: disagree. I think they're both suck, but I, I think Hillary's is just a I little mean, bit better.
1: No, their, their cackles are horrible. They are both, both horrible.
0: horrible. But if you ask me to grade which one is worth, it's Kamala.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I wonder, I mean, let's get off subject uh, really quick, but... Let's talk about um, you know, how a person laughs. How does a woman develop some kind of a cackle? You know, it's not a lack; it's a laugh. It's a cackle. I wonder how that is. I have
0: a theory on this. Okay. Both Kamala and Hillary are politicians. Yeah. And I think what happens in that world is. You're told not to commit to an answer in case you have to backtrack. So one and you're also told that you have to be around these people and you have to sound like you relate. So one of the things that you might go for is laughing when it's inappropriate because you don't know the best response. Yeah. And you wanna you don't know exactly wanna share your full laugh, so it develops into a cackle over time. Like I don't think that Kamala Harris laughed like that in private when it was two thousand and three, but she's been doing it for so long that I bet when she's at home she laughs like that now. huh because yeah. it's just an ingrained habit at this point.
1: I don't know, but it just it just sounds terrible it's like it's like nails on a chalkboard it is oh it I mean it almost sounds like uh it just reminds me of a witch like. Like the Wicked Witch of the West or something. I don't know. It just—it's terrible. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I, I just wondered that because I can't laugh like that. No, I—I I don't have a cackle.
0: What do we know about her husband?
1: I don't even know if she's married. I know do- so
0: Kamala's married. Is she? Yeah.
1: Oh. I don't know. I, I just know that she had um, an affair with uh, Mayor Willie Brown of San Francisco. So she kind of slept her way to the top here. Like recently? No, this was in her twenties. This oh, is okay. when she. Um, I think this was either during the time she was Attorney General, which a lot of people uh, didn't like her as Attorney General oh, of was California. Um, so the, it was either during the time she was Attorney General, General, or or before. But she had an. Aff- she had this affair in her twenties with uh William Brown, who is a mayor of San Francisco, which is uh it's not good.
0: She was against marijuana rights.
1: Buzz, we already talked about this at okay. We already know that you're not against you you are you are for marijuana rights.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: No, I just heard she was I mean, I don't know about all of her policies, but I heard she was a terrible um attorney general of the state.
0: Yeah. It's okay. gonna be interesting when the midterms come.
1: Oh, yes, indeed it will. I'm sure it definitely will. It's going to be very interesting. Like,
0: no offense to little JLo over here, but I hate the Republican Party. Having said that, the Democrats deserve to lose because of what a horrible job they've been doing for the last couple of years. They've earned this loss.
1: Well, all I have to say to that is amen. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, sure.
0: I'm not exactly looking forward to <laughs> to what's going to come after them but they didn't they didn't show that they deserved to be in office no
1: i i am not happy with the uh the weak need republicans that are not um doing what they said they were going to do and I, i'm very disappointed in them not all not all the republicans are like that but it's just um some some of the people in uh in the party. And, and the same thing for Democrats, too. They, th- There needs to be, like, a complete overhaul.
0: Yeah, they're trying to pass a lot of anti-gay laws in Florida now. Um Did you hear oh, about... Oh, don't
1: even get me started on that.
0: Did you hear about the new abortion laws they're coming out with? They're saying that if a woman leaves, I think it's Texas to get an abortion, she could still be in le- legal trouble. Like, I thought this was a party that believed in states' rights.
1: Well, it's... uh I, I don't know about that part of it. And um, the anti-gay uh, bill that was passed in Florida was actually... Um, it was actually not that. It was totally different.
0: The way it was explained to me, babes, is... Maybe it was gay and transgender. But if your kid was dealing with some sort of confusion over sexuality... And wanted to get treatment. The parents weren't allowed to get treatment. No, that's
1: exactly not what it was. What was it then? Explain it to me. This, okay, so the left likes to do this. They like to villainize the bill before they even read it. And the bill wasn't even that long. It was like seven pages.
0: I don't know if the left, I think both sides.
1: No, no, no. The left wants to villainize this. And I'll explain to you what exactly what it is. Tell me. This is a bill that was for the parents' rights to not have their child, um, indoctrinated from kindergarten to third grade about uh, transgenderism and um, and homosexuality in the classroom. This had nothing to do with treatment. Of course, they want to make it sound like that, but they wanted to have the rights to um, to know what kind of education they're learning, and if they didn't like it, they could take, out, take them out of school. This had nothing to do with, oh, well, you're against... Uh, you're against... Um, uh the support of uh gay children or transgendered kids but it all had to do with classroom instruction and they wanted to villainize it
0: okay what you're saying on the surface sounds very rational. i don't think that uh first grader needs to talk about their preferred pronouns all day yeah. right but have you read the bill or are you just saying what you heard on conservative talk radio
1: no, I, I'm I'm planning to read it, but I also heard a clip of uh, Ron DeSantis um, going against a a reporter because the reporter was trying to make it sound like this bill was a horrible bill. And what he was saying is, look, I am for the rights of the parents and children, and I do not want these ch- these young kids to be in- injected with all of this garbage that shouldn't be taught in the classroom. So that's what he was saying. I'm planning to read the bill. It isn't that long. I think it's like um and, and the left has called it the don't say gay bill, which actually wasn't the name of the bill. And um and uh, it sounds to me like the reporter didn't even read the bill before commenting on it.
0: All right, and you do know that Ron DeSantos isn't exactly the most honest person in the world. But
1: <laughs> Whoa, why, why, why?
0: He's <laughs> beeping with Trump babes. <laughs>
1: What? Bubs! What? Ah. No side comments, Bubs. We're not talking about who's honest and who isn't, Bubs. I know you want to provoke me, Bubs. No, I don't. To tickle you. All right. And by the way, I wouldn't do that to anybody else except for you.
0: I was just making a comment <laughs> uh-huh. when it's known that they're having a beef.
1: Hey, okay. Okay, tickle, twos... right, give me a kiss. No.
0: Well, then there's no truth.
1: (laughs) Wait, is that fair? When did did this rule start?
0: It started recently. Uh Are we going to have a kiss? Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Alright. Bubs, don't even think about it.
0: Think about what?
1: Don't even think about tickling me again.
0: No, I wasn't going to. Uh So, let's read the bill first. Now, I have been hearing that... I think it's in Texas they're now saying that if you want to have an abortion and you leave the states, you could be sent to prison now.
1: Was that the uh, heartbeat bill?
0: I, it's one that just came out this week. That's an extension of the bill that came out, I think, last year. Uh, do
1: you know what it's called?
0: I don't know what it's called, but I can do the research. Um, and that seems like an overreach because I thought we were for a state rights Republican Party. That's always talking about state well, rights. Well,
1: the, well, before you... Um before you make any judgments on which bill. Yeah. Um I think we both have to read it. Okay. The, so that we both have a fair assessment of the bills. That's fair. Cuz I'm planning to find the I'm planning to find both bills. I don't know what it's called though, the abortion one.
0: They were talking about it on TYT the other day, so I can go back and listen and, you know, get you that info.
1: Info. 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 Yes.
0: Everybody knows that he's got the info. Crazy tunes hanging out the window. You know that song. Uh, I think that's from "You Know How We Do It" by Ice Cube.
1: I don't know, Bob. I I have no idea. Boo! I got them. All right, right, all, right all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hard enough.
0: I saw one of Crazy Tune's last shows. Oh yeah. Yep. He's performing with Ice Cube.
1: Did he also die too?
0: Who? Crazy tunes? Yeah. That's why I say it was one of his last shows. Yeah,
1: okay, I, I, I think I remember you telling me that he did die. I
0: think he died in the sleep. Oh, wow. Like a couple months later. Uh, I saw him in August, and I think he died in December or January. What year? This was 2017.
1: Wow. So he
0: either died in like the beginning of 2018 or the end of 2017. Uh, wow. Yeah.
1: That huh. was a
0: great show, too. Wow.
1: Yes. Was this, where was this?
0: This was at the waterfront. Oh, this wow. was when Ice Cube uh played right before Duran Duran.
1: Oh wow, oh, oh, oh was that was that for the um the festival?
0: Yeah. Northwest Music Fest, I think it was called. Yeah. And they had-
1: Or the the, the Paps Blue Ribbon Festival. Yeah.
0: The homie from Duran Duran comes on stage and he's like, How fucking great was Ice Cube? And we all just started bursting in a He told
1: me this many times.
0: Okay, well I haven't said it here, babes.
1: <sighs> Yes, you probably have.
0: Well, then I'm saying it again. The edge. Whoa.
1: Okay.
0: Speaking of music fests.
1: Yes. Couples. Yes.
0: This week, tickets went on sale for the Blues Fest. But they're jacking up the prices like everything now. Oh, no. It's $85 for a weekend pass. Of course, I'm still going to go. That's It's the Blues Fest. But it's like, oh, God.
1: Because uh, wasn't it like $40 in the past?
0: For the early bird special, I think it was $42 in 2019. It's
1: not bad at all, yeah. And and it was $25 at the door, I think. Okay. Or the gate.
0: I get that prices go up, but considering that last year was kind of like an off thing and there wasn't a festival the year before, maybe you do a slightly more gradual increase, especially considering that times are hard right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and what about the the concept of um supply and demand, right? What do you mean? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, so if there is a how does it go, the demand, like if there is a, I understand if there's like an, a demand for something, the prices go up, and if there's more. If there's more of a supply of something, the prices are down. I forgot what it was. Don't, don't ask me. I This is like, uh, I'm trying to remember because it, it's been a while since I've studied um, macroeconomics.
0: Okay, but what are you trying to say in relation to this?
1: I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think you're right about the gradual increase. It would have been a lot better, but $85? This a...
0: is a people's first year back for most of them.
1: I know. Yeah. $85 is a stretch.
0: When they're used to paying $42, it is.
1: Yeah, that's $43 more than what they would usually pay.
0: Honestly, if it was me running things, this year I'd keep it at 42 Because you're trying to get people back into the idea of returning to the festival. And maybe next year you say, because Joe Biden's doing such a bad job, there's massive inflation, we have to raise it to 65 And we're sorry, guys, but... Time we know times are rough, that's but that's a... the way it's going to go. And then you slowly move it to eighty five. But
1: I would I would agree with that. That is a big big jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a big jump.
0: I'm still going to go though. Yeah, you you know this.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Will my little Jay will be there with me
1: for one day, not for four? Oh, that's insane! I can't be in the hot sun for four days.
0: Oh, oh. Hopefully,
1: hopefully, the day that I go, it won't be so hot because it was really nice when we went.
0: I'm really hoping that it's not like 120 degrees oh. every day. Of the Blues Fest
1: that would be awful. I just
0: won't be able to go if it's that hot.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I would be very disappointed if. Um, now I am thankful that KBU does um it does broadcast it, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like actually going there and listening to it.
0: It's my favorite event around
1: town. It's great. Yeah. Make sure you bring water bottles, folks, and don't and remember that you're not gonna eat anything when you're there. That's right. Well well when you're with Rick, you won't eat anything.
0: <laughs> Who needs food when he got the live music?
1: <sighs> That's insane.
0: Well, babes, then don't go.
1: Oh. Then stay home all four
0: days, okay.
1: Oh my goodness. But Well, I did bring some snacks the one time.
0: Yeah. And so. I've snuck some smessels snacks in there before
1: uh-huh i think i know what those are oh you said special snacks i know what's exactly right? what that is what's that i don't have to tell you you already know what it is
0: okay mm. what else you making assumptions again but what else
1: oh i think i know what they all book
0: oh my goodness babes yes yesterday i was birthday boy again
1: no, you were anniversary boy.
0: I was clubhouse birthday
1: boy. <laughs> you were anniversary boy.
0: C C. Wait again. C H B B. I was C H B B.
1: No, that would be C H A B. So you were Chab.
0: What is that? C H A B. Clubhouse birthday boy.
1: No, clubhouse anniversary boy. Oh. Why would that be a birthday?
0: Because it's my clubhouse
1: birthday. <laughs> well, I think it's non birthday.
0: Um, agree to disagree.
1: (laughs) I'll wish you a very merry and birthday.
0: Yes. The first few months I was on Clubhouse, it kind of felt like we were building a small community there. Mm -hmm. And then everything just keeps falling apart. I've noticed that a lot of people who say they want to do rooms are very unreliable. And then eventually they just end up leaving the app. So... Mm-hmm. I've moved away from it in recent months. Yeah. That said, I am really enjoying the replay feature.
1: Oh, good.
0: What do you think about all this?
1: Um, I have noticed that things kind of fell apart, um, in uh, generally for other rooms because they used to be, well, in my own experience with you, um, there used to be rooms that weren't there anymore mm-hmm. for a while and then they're, you know, sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. Uh, there was one room that you went into that you uh, you kind of got there in the middle, right? And then you had to leave. Which one? The uh, ricotta room.
0: Yeah, but they have that on replay, so we're going to listen to it probably when we do our virtual date on Nice. Tuesday. I mm-hmm. want to listen
1: to that. Very nice.
0: I am liking the replays a lot.
1: Yeah, that, that is cool because what if you miss something and you couldn't go back to it? Yeah. That's really cool.
0: There are a lot of people who don't allow their rooms to be replayed, though.
1: Yeah, I would imagine. How do you know if it is if they are going to replay it?
0: You don't always know. You can press a button and say save replay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but a lot of times people will just delete the replay immediately if something personal is said. And that's the stuff I love. Oh, oh, you know who the, that dude Quiz was also talking about okay. the other day? And he said that she's um, kind of mean. Uh-huh. It's Anita Baker.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: He said that he's a mean person.
1: Wow, because now I, I I know a few of her songs. And this
0: I, is allegedly the way I heard it.
1: And and was this like recently that he met her?
0: I, it sounded like he's known her for a long time.
1: Really? Because now I um uh, maybe I'll play you some music. She has some good songs.
0: We've heard her stuff. I'd be wanting to listen to Mean Lady Baker again, <laughs> or M L B as we call her.
1: Did, did I play? Did I play stuff for you? Or did you?
0: You played some stuff for me.
1: Okay, I don't remember. But anyway, um, that's 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 too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's and she's a mean person. Wow.
0: That's the way I heard him describe it. Uh oh. Yes. Just in case the replay gets what, deleted like, later, and I have no proof.
1: And... Like did did he say that she was like a diva, or
0: he just said that she's kind of mean?
1: That's not good. Like...
0: Yeah, and apparently she's like four foot seven.
1: Four foot seven. Mm-hmm. Now, she doesn't... Okay, judging by her voice, I thought she would be a lot taller than that.
0: I think he was saying that about her. Maybe it was about somebody else, but he definitely said that she was mean.
1: It's not good. Yes. That's not good. No,
0: it's not. See, this is the type of thing that I love Clubhouse for. To me, the reason it's so great is because... It reminds me of what podcasts used to be before everybody in the media started listening to them. And people had to, like, really watch their language. Okay. How do you feel about what I just said? I'm indifferent. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, the reason why I'm indifferent is because I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm not really a podcast person.
0: Yeah. It was cool. I saw Apathy in that same room. Mm-hmm. They they started talking about some rapper named Chili T who was this white guy mm-hmm. that apparently had a horrible rapping style.
1: Oh, wow. And, um
0: oh, God, who was it that, uh I'm never going to remember the name, but um Quiz was saying that he was working with some artists in, like, 92 or 93, mm-hmm. and uh, A&R person really wanted Chili Tea to be on the record, and they heard him, and he was horrible. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that he's the son of Phil Knight.
1: And who's Phil Knight?
0: Phil Knight is a man who started Nike. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And and his and and the, and the his son is Chili T.
0: Who apparently has left rapping because wow. his dad is super rich. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: Maybe he's uh, working in the uh, family business.
0: No, I think he's a comic book designer now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You should read his book. I did like Shoe Dogs a lot. Shoe dogs. That's Phil Knight's uh, memoir.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a, a what was it? Was it talking about like how he started Nike and yes. everything? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: No, it's talking about what he eats for breakfast.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> I remember wearing Nikes when I was a kid. uh Oh. Yes, and they're known for the swish. Yes. The Nike swish. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: I wish some of the people who were on Clubhouse when I first started would come back to the app. Right. Because it was more fun back in the day, even with the replays now.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they will.
0: You never know. There's so many good conversations that have been lost to history on that app.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? hmm I don't like that. Yeah. I, I, you know that I have this weird thing
1: about archiving things. Oh, do I know? <laughs> do I know? <laughs> I'll never, I'll never, uh, I'll never hear the end of that one. Oh my goodness. As much as I protest.
0: If I had Phil Knight money, (laughs) which I don't. No. I think I would hire about five people who know the types of things that I'm interested in. And their jobs would be just to archive clubhouse rooms for me to listen to later. (laughs) Like, seriously, I would do something insane like that.
1: (sighs) That is so insane. Why? Uh, yeah, I think your archival accept, uh, obsession has just gone off the rails.
0: That's what you would think, okay? <laughs> well,
1: I know because I'm in the middle of it.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> I'm always thinking of you with it, whoa.
1: No, you're not.
0: How to make sure that you can participate in things.
1: Not like that. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yes, but uh, Clubhouse is still fun, babes. Oh,
1: okay. We'll get
0: you on there soon. I woke you up this morning because we took a nap by putting on the clubhouse town hall because I notice uh-huh. that when I'm at home and listening to it, you I- almost always call. And when I'm listening to it here, and you're in the bathroom, you almost always come out as soon as I start listening I,
1: to it. I didn't even hear you put it on. No, I
0: know, but I I thought to myself, if I put this on, Alana's going to be up in ten minutes. <laughs> I yeah, granted, I was wearing headphones, but there's a, something <laughs> about you in Town Hall. So no, noticed.
1: there's nothing about me in Town Hall. It just it just seems to happen sometimes, mm. whether or not I'm in the bathroom or whether or not you know whatever. It just seems to happen. Okay. Well, what what about the one time when uh, you were listening to that one uh, book club thing? What book club? Remember that book club where they were asking you about what your favorite book was? That's different from town hall. I know, but but I mean, I'm kind of comparing it to the town hall because I think I was I was uh, I was coming out of the bathroom then, and you were listening to something else.
0: But I got all out of it by the time you. Came in here.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. What yellow. What it doesn't matter. Oh my goodness. What y'all what to you? <laughs> what have to you? Yes, yes, yes.
0: Hopefully I got the uh quiz gain's comments about Anita Baker wrong. I believe that's what he said though.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, uh Did he give examples of why he
0: thought she was? No, he just says that he works with her. This is my memory of it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: is that he commented that he works with Anita Baker a lot and that she's mean. (laughs) Oh, no. And he also said that Diana Ross used to be a bitch, but she's not one anymore.
1: Okay. I, I don't know
0: about that. And again, this is my memory of it. I could have it completely wrong. Maybe he meant to say some other names. Maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly, but... That's okay. how I remember it, babes. A lot of people don't like Diana Ross.
1: Oh, well, I don't know. Um I I haven't really been hearing a lot of things about her lately, but you know, she you know, people can change. I mean she's she is older now.
0: She smokes weed now. So? Well maybe that's helped her chill out a little bit.
1: I don't care who smokes what.
0: No, she was caught in a I think in Honolulu with weed, right?
1: No, that was Dion Warwick at the airport.
0: Dion Warwick may have been caught too, but I believe Diana Ross was also caught in the airport with weed. That
1: doesn't mean that she smoked it. I think Hold maybe she's.
0: Was- Hold on, Alexa, was Diana Ross caught with marijuana? Ah, to...
1: oh, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, stop. Stop.
0: Okay, I believe she was caught with weed in her baggage in Honolulu in the early 2000s.
1: The only story I heard about that was that happened to Dionne Warwick, and they found um, marijuana in her luggage, but it was at a different airport, I think. Oh, good for Dionne. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh, goodness.
0: You know, babes, if somebody of her stature tries it, maybe you should consider it.
1: No, I'm not going to do it just because Diana Ross may have or maybe Dionne she Dionne Warwick
0: has. Uh, okay.
1: Well, I don't care.
0: I really do I... fear, babes, that you're gonna be one of those people who start smoking weed in like their late sixties, early seventies, and you're gonna think about all the years you lost not doing it.
1: You don't have to worry about cause you won't have to worry about it because I won't do it, Bubs. Oh my goodness. I'm not interested in that stuff, Bubs. I'll
0: right. be long dead. Ah what? <laughs> I
1: should get you for that book. Why? Why?
0: <laughs> I'll be long dead or with some young fifty eight year old. <laughs> And you'll be talking about, <laughs> ah, so I'm you're my ex boyfriend. He told me you i away you, okay?
1: You'll become
0: like a huge advocate for it,
1: probably. No. I've most, known people like that. No, most likely I won't, bub. That's not my thing. <laughs> I know you want me to, but most likely I won't. Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, oh, my
0: goodness. I, oh, I thought we had a tickle
1: truth. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, okay, give, me kiss, okay, okay.
0: give me a kiss, Okay, Give me kiss. Or else tickle <laughs> war goes on if you don't kiss me. Are we going to kiss?
1: Okay, okay,
0: okay. Mm. That reminds me, babes. <laughs> what? I was texting with a friend of mine last night, and she texted and said... That on HBO Max right now, there's a documentary about the world of competitive tickling. What? Yes.
1: Are you serious?
0: She says, it's stranger than it sounds.
1: That is isn't Okay.
0: I thought to myself, I am definitely watching that in the near future. I just don't know if I'm going to be with my little JLo or by myself. But that alone sounds interesting.
1: Competitive tickling sounds yes, weird. It does. I have a feeling that has to do with some kind of
0: S and M thing. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and the reason why I have this feeling about this and, and don't tell me and, and, and don't ask me how uh, this person told me, but this was years ago when I was on, um, a local chat line oh, that will not be mentioned. With Quiz gains. No, that no. was a joke. No, this was, this was, it was uh, y- jest. this was years ago when the, the line itself was more local. Um, he told me, and I won't mention his name. He told me that to make money, he, uh, did this, um, video. And it was like this SM thing where, um, some of the people were, um, I think it was, it, so some of the people were tickled. Other people were, um, smacked with, um, uh, spanked with paddles, mm. which sounds really, really, uh, horrible. But, um, I think he did one with paddles and he did one with the tickling thing. And uh. I thought, I'm like, are you serious? That's what uh. happened. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got, I got tickled a lot. And of course it, 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 it quickly, um, turn into this whole weird sexual thing. And I'm like, you did that just for money? He's like, yeah, I did that. I'm like, did you, I I asked him, I said, did you check the background of these people before you, before (laughs) you did that? And I forgot what he said, but I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, how desperate does somebody have to be to uh, participate in a low budget uh, porno? I don't know.
0: Pretty desperate peeps.
1: Apparently. And I'm like, Okay, (laughs) it's a little bit, I, I, I was thinking, I'm like, why are you, why are you even telling me this? I could be somebody that was required to report all kinds of weird happenings on this thing.
0: You mean on the hotline?
1: Well, not, well, not, maybe not weird happenings, but weird stuff that people tell me, I don't know, but I was, I was thinking, I don't understand why he's telling me this, but it's, it was really like out there. Really out there.
0: That's strange stuff, babes.
1: It is very strange. Well, if you watch the um, competitive tickling documentary, which I'm not sure how that works, um, let me know if you thought it was good or weird or what.
0: Okay, I was thinking Mm -hmm. we have our movie nights picked out this weekend, but maybe next weekend we could watch that.
1: I don't know if I want to watch it, Bob.
0: Okay, a friend of mine recommended it.
1: It just sounds really weird. Did they actually watch it? Yes, you did. Did she explain how... Did she like it or...
0: I think she liked it. She said it was a recommendation.
1: Oh. Competitive tickling?
0: Yeah.
1: I heard of competitive competitive eating. I know you have. But not competitive tickling.
0: Apparently that's a thing, babes.
1: That's very weird. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and I heard that... That uh, excessive amounts of tickling is abuse. I've heard that too. I mean excessive like every five seconds or something. Okay.
0: Yes. But anyways, that's a possible film we could watch.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness.
0: Did you do anything special yesterday to celebrate my clubhouse (laughs) anniversary?
1: No. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) You didn't even have to think about that one.
1: No, because I didn't think it was, uh, well, I thought, you know, I'd leave the celebrating up to you. Okay.
0: (laughs) I went on Clubhouse and I played some music. Really good. I had a birthday mix where, since it was my Clubhouse birthday. Anniversary. I played the mix that we listened to on my actual birthday.
1: Mmm. Yep. And a not not birthday.
0: Oh, when I have two birthdays, babes.
1: Oh, my goodness. But if Clubhouse
0: goes out of business, I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: You won't have, have a Clubhouse anniversary Oh. An anniversary not a birthday.
0: It's a birthday, not an
1: anniversary How How is it a birthday?
0: Because I was born on Clubhouse.
1: Well, you weren't.
0: On March 11th,
1: 2021. No, <laughs> well, you weren't. Yeah. No.
0: That might be kind of cool if somebody did like a live birth on Clubhouse.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit weird.
0: And you find out that they didn't go to the doctor at all beforehand and the baby's stillborn. What? You find out that they didn't go to the doctor to do prenatal care so the baby's stillborn.
1: Oh, Bugs. That's not funny.
0: Sorry, babes, I didn't know. And then
1: the woman is crying because she lost her baby.
0: <laughs> They're like, who from the audience wants to come up here?
1: Bubs. What? have weird ideas. Oh. That's not really good.
0: Oh. oh I do and,
1: and the mom's in grief and, yeah, I don't know. They think. turn
0: off replays.
1: No. Bubs. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's weird. Oh,
0: babes, I was in this cool room
1: uh-huh.
0: earlier this week, and they were talking about Biggie and Tupac, mm-hmm. making some really interesting points. I left the room, and it said that replays were on, but I guess something must have happened in the room after I left, because I couldn't find it afterwards. So I'm guessing that somebody said something real in there, um, and they decided, oh, we can't have this oh. go out. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Um, I want to check out some of the other social audio apps. I tried Green Room when it first came out, but I didn't really stick with it. It was kind of confusing to me.
1: And that was like another, uh, Uh, that was an offshoot of Clubhouse, uh, you said?
0: No, that was a competitor
1: competitor. owned by Spotify. Oh. Mm -hmm. What company owns Clubhouse?
0: They're their own independent thing.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes, that's what makes him cool. But. I
0: mean, I'm sure Paul and Rohan have people who have donated to get the company started, but it's not like Pepsi owns Clubhouse or anything.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting, okay. Yeah. They don't have a parent company? No. Okay. Okay, going that way.
0: There's a lot of cool things they could be doing on Clubhouse, but, you know, easy for me to say, babes.
1: Easy for you to say.
0: Like, I would like to see clubhouse radio stations so i know this is going kind of out there yeah but let's say paul and rohan did a promotional thing with sirius xm and part of that was you could listen to some of the replays on the sirius xm app but also you could go on clubhouse and listen to Let's say five of their uh music radio stations for free anytime you wanted through clubhouse. like it would just be like an open room, or it would be like three uh music stations and two talk stations, and so the host could experiment with not just taking calls but bringing people up from the audience
1: hmm. okay
0: what do you think about that there? Jay whoa
1: um, I suppose that could work
0: and apparently. Amazon is launching a live kind of DJ system that's going to be an alternative to Clubhouse because a lot of people play music on Clubhouse. Oh, wow. They launched it this week, but it's still in beta, so you need to get an invite. Ah. Um, yeah. They really got to get Clubhouse on Miss A and on Windows.
1: Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: Okay, if it feels like you're done talking about Clubhouse Ledge. Uh, I
1: think we exhausted it. Have we? Yes. Oh. Well, I think you exhausted it.
0: Babes. Yes. Switching gears then. Yes. You are almost done with a book called Tune In.
1: Yes.
0: What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I understand why this was a long book because you told me that he wrote this book and uh, Mark Lucid wrote it in nine years. Yes. That's a very detailed book, and I like it. Um It's very good. Now, if he could just start the next one, or finish the next well, one. Well, I hope
0: maybe. he started it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, I'm not going to live forever.
1: When did that book come out officially?
0: I think 2012.
1: Okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, because now it's uh, 2022, 10 years after that. So, hopefully he finishes it.
0: Where are you in the book?
1: Um I'm at the part where they are um talking about how uh Ringo was in the band. Um oh oh this is this is like a a part of their a uh, re- recording session. Okay. So this happened in um I think it was like August of 1962 either Keep August or September of 1962. Keep going. And, uh, they're officially, of course, they're officially signed to, signed to EMI Records. And, um, they were talking about how Ringo kind of went crazy on the, uh, on every, uh, percussive thing in the studio. And, um, I think George Martin didn't see him, uh, didn't think of him very well mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, uh, a lot of people were, still upset that Pete that Pete was um was was axed out of the group and uh <clears throat> and some people were happy that he was gone so it's kind of like a a mixed bag of Pete fans and Ringo fans and um and the same girls I think uh Linda Linda Ness and the other one Lou something mm-hmm. they were still um they were still going to their concerts and still writing uh, letters to the Beatles, which I think is kind of cool, actually, that they got to have that experience.
0: That is cool.
1: I mean, what teenage girl wouldn't want to be really friends with a band that was becoming uh, big in their own uh, their own uh, part of uh, England? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool.
0: What would you give this book on a scale from 1 to 10?
1: Hmm. I think I'd give it a ten
0: I see that's what I thought you'd give it
1: I mean it's so detailed yes. it's like I mean it even goes back to what kind of uh you know uh what their religious affiliations were and who how their parents met each other I mean it was really detailed what schools they went to where they used to live uh some pe some of the people that they knew uh where their houses were i mean it was it was I mean even even to what grades I got in school, I mean it, it was really um interesting.
0: It's a great book. Would you recommend this book to anybody who you know in real life? Oh, of course. what's your elevator pitch?
1: I don't have one okay. Do I have to have an elevator pitch? It helps okay well i w- I guess I, w- I guess the one thing I would say is that if you thought you knew everything you you if you thought you knew everything you know about the Beatles. Think again. <laughs> You'll learn a lot more. Yes, you will. And then some. Mm-hmm. But a lot of good things.
0: And some bad.
1: And some bad, yeah. I mean, John wasn't exactly uh, always talked about in the most gracious way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, he, he had—he was a great musician, great singer. Uh, he did have friends, but a lot of them were afraid of him. Yes. And he didn't like people with disabilities, unfortunately.
0: That's right. Pretty but he's dead now. He's dead. I'm a little bit tired because last night I tried to go to bed at a decent hour.
1: Yes. And yes.
0: I'm starting to fall asleep. Then I hear this train mm-hmm. that seems like it went on for like a half hour. And right after that, I heard this helicopter. Wow. So it's like I'm almost a bit asleep and I get woken up. And then I'm almost asleep. Same thing happens. And then I wake up at like 4.30. Oh,
1: But we took a little goodness. bit of an hour. Well, I was... I was gone a lot longer. Uh, I think it was like, what, two hours? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I started, I, I was trying to go to sleep by 10, but I don't think I went to sleep until about 1030.
0: Yeah. And plus I had this pain in my right side that, you know, I'm hoping isn't terminal cancer or anything. Bubs. What?
1: What happened? Did you? Is it bruised?
0: I don't know. I just had this weird pain. And it's, uh, we're hoping it's not terminal cancer, but it probably is. So this will be our last episode because I'm going to die tonight. What? No. I don't know. Hopefully not.
1: It might just be, I mean, it could be gas. It could be, I mean, is it—is it—is it unbearable pain? Or it's not it unbearable bad? pain,
0: but it's noticeable.
1: Okay. When did you start noticing it?
0: I don't know, like a month ago. But it's felt a little bit more intense the last couple of days. But it could just be like some stretched muscles or something.
1: You could have pulled a muscle.
0: I could have pulled a muscle. Did you do
1: anything strenuous with your, uh, you know, with your body or something? Like like climb something? Or-
0: I did not climb something, although at our age you could get pulled muscles just by standing up the wrong way. So, um...
1: We're not that old, we're though. not that
0: old. <laughs> I'm just hoping that it's not, you know, terminal cancer and this isn't a sign that I'm going to die in, like, a couple of days in horrible, horrific pain. Hmm.
1: It could. It, does it feel like a bruise?
0: Feels like a bruise.
1: Okay. It it's may, persisting. It's persisting. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe you do have to go to the doctor.
0: Maybe it's terminal cancer. No. Hopefully it's not.
1: No, bub.
0: Because if it is, I'm blowing my bones out there, jeez. Don't
1: do that. But I'll let
0: you keep my skull.
1: No. You can
0: wear it around your in the put part of it in a necklace.
1: Bub. What? Don't even joke about that.
0: If I did something like that, and I'm not, by the way, that was a bit of a joke. Um, but if I did something like that, would you take some of my skull and put it in, like, glass and wear it around your neck?
1: Ew. No.
0: It would be in glass, babes. Gloves. What? No. Okay.
1: That's, that's weird. That just is, that's, that's just as weird as wearing a vial of your blood with your blood in it. That's true. Eek. That's a little bit weird, but Plus,
0: I think technically it would be considered a medical waste at that point.
1: Yes it would. Mm. Yeah. It's close. Yes, yes. yes. I saw we That's okay. it's not it's it's different than keeping somebody's ashes in an urn. Mm-hmm. It's wearing a person's skull. No thanks.
0: So hopefully I'm not dying in, you know, a real sense. But if I am, then it's going to suck. And there was no comment from Jaywo there. Jaywo. When did it start to persist? I don't know, like uh, a couple weeks ago
1: yeah I really think you should get that checked out buzz. oh
0: shit I hope it's not a thing
1: well buzz if you don't check it out it's gonna keep on persisting don't you it... have
0: like a weird thing with your hand that's been going on for like three years
1: it's not three years it's okay. just a it's just a strain muscle mm, maybe that's It's what getting this better is. okay it could it could be nothing i mean if you if you did put like um oh. uh lavender oh. oil might help
0: maybe I'll do that
1: or oh, you know what you could... Oh, you don't have a tub.
0: I do have a tub. Okay. I always use the shower feature.
1: Oh. Yeah, I was going to say you could, you could take a hot bath, but you don't like baths. I
0: don't like baths. And your water gets a lot hotter than mine does, which I like.
1: It does get pretty hot. Yeah. Your your water doesn't get hot?
0: It gets warm, but not hot hot. I like it hot. I know. Yeah.
1: I like it... I I don't like it too hot, but I like it hot enough to where if I need to breathe in the steam... Yeah. Yeah, it's good.
0: Maybe I'll rub something on it and hope that I'm not dying.
1: I'll give you some lavender oil. Nice, nice. It could just be a strained muscle. I mean, did you um, did you bump yourself?
0: I do so many things that I'm sure I bump myself, but I'm not sure what causes it. So. Because
1: there's so many times that I've bumped my thigh or my leg Yeah, i gotten bruised. See, that's I'm the way
0: it is with me. Sometimes I just zone that stuff out because, of, you know, it happens.
1: I'll give you some. I'll, I'll let you borrow some lavender oil because it, it does help with bruises.
0: Thank you. Hopefully it's that and not, you know. Terminal cancer, or my kidney just exploded, or my just like... exploded, or you know,
1: yeah, it may not be, but if but if it persists for another couple weeks or so, I really think you should go to the doctor. Oh, I mean, you know.
0: Well, then let's just hope it doesn't persist there. Here's a question that I don't know the answer to because I'm going to be dead.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Okay. At my funeral, are you going to reach out to um, to my enemies?
1: Why would you invite your enemies to your funeral?
0: Okay, I was just I was just making sure that you're not planning to do something like that.
1: I don't even know who your enemies are.
0: Well, that's okay, I'll make you a list.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Did I tell you, babes? Now this actually kind of makes me. So this guy ended up getting cancer really bad, but this is years and years before then. Oh, okay. Okay, my sister was dating somebody in 1995, and his stomach was in like a lot of pain. Oh, so they take him to the hospital. And they're they're literally just about to cut him open for an appendicitis, and mm-hmm. they get a second opinion, and the guy says it's probably gas. And they ended up not cutting him open, and he was fine after that until he got cancer.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And how did they find that out?
0: I wasn't at the hospital. I was there when my sister took him to the hospital. Oh. And then she came back without him and he was about to go into surgery and he called from the hospital saying they called it off at the last minute because the second doctor looked at his test results and was pretty sure it was just gas.
1: But how long was it until he got cancer?
0: It, this Put it to you this way. This happened in 95. I don't know when he got cancer, but the last time I talked to him was probably early 2000s and he didn't have cancer at that point at least not that i know of and i didn't hear officially that he had cancer until 2017
1: and is he still alive
0: I don't, that i do not know oh wow this i you know i didn't want to go into it with my sister because that's kind of weird um you know hey do you know if so and so died but you know yeah
1: that would be a little bit weird it, it could just be it could just be a slight bruising cuz i mean i've i've I'm pretty sure I' bruised my side before,
0: yeah, this guy went to the doctor he was having trouble breathing, and they do x-rays, and his entire body was filled with cancer. yeah, he was also a smoker,
1: oh yeah, that that that, yeah, yeah, smoking is really horrible, yeah that's um that's what my friend had. I mean, i I think it was lung cancer. And he, it didn't help that he smoked a lot of cigars and the lung cancer metastasized.
0: Oh, that sucks, babes. Yeah, yes. I don't want to die from, I want to die from something fast. But we've discussed this at nauseum. I want it to be quick, babes.
1: You probably aren't going to die yet.
0: <laughs> I'm not yet lucky, Bob. You're huh? going to be well for a long time because I'm not yucky, lucky, Bob.
1: Bobs, oh, oh, I want you to be around for a long time. Thank bub. you, babes. I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that you know i want you to go already nice that wouldn't be that wouldn't be good Good. good, year. good year.
0: <laughs> so moving <laughs> off of death and uh massive pain from cancer <laughs> i finished reading the book i was telling you about on paypal mm-hmm. right and in the last i guess it's the epilogue mm-hmm. the author starts talking about these guys who were in prison and they got this uh, picture of Elon Musk and the other founders of PayPal and put it on their wall and use it as inspiration to to help them move forward in life. Wow. So one of the guys who was in prison name was uh, Chris Wilson, and huh? it turned out that he wrote a book called Master Plan, My Journey from a Life Sentence to a Life of Purpose. Mm-hmm. It's on Bard, got the book. And I read it Monday morning, and it was incredible. Wow! He tells a story about growing up in the inner city in, I want to say, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And when he's, I may have it a little bit wrong, but when he's sixteen, he kills somebody who's thirty-one years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gets sent to prison. He gets a life sentence, right? And mm-hmm it's pretty much made clear that there's going to be no possibility of parole. Okay. He goes into prison. This is the nineties. And for the first couple of years, he's still kind of like, you know, acting a little bit strange. Then eventually he starts to get his life together. Like he meets somebody in prison who is a lifer Mm -hmm. and yet handles himself well. He keeps his, I heard my stomach, uh, Mm -hmm. cell clean. He's always reading books Mm -hmm. and Chris starts asking questions and eventually the guy starts lending him books and they become friends. And Chris knew that this guy helped people in jail get their GEDs. Mm -hmm. Chris eventually gets his GED and decides to go to college. These guys come, become like, uh, accountability partners. Mm Mm-hmm. And they start all these programs from prison. They eventually start selling photo books Mm -hmm. to families of prisoners. Now, they can't do it for profit because, you know, they're in the system. So the money is supposed to go to help out with things around the prison. But meanwhile, he gets experience running a business. And everybody's telling him there's no way you're going to get out. Yeah. But what he does is. One year, Chris writes a letter to the judge saying, I've changed my life around. I'm no longer going to do these things. One of the things was telling sex jokes, which I don't see how you get past that. And there were a bunch of other things that he was no longer going to do. And he listed out his goals. And he said, every year, I would write another letter to the judge. He would never respond, yeah. but i do it for myself.
1: Yeah.
0: So somebody who works under his attorney at the law firm like sees his file and sees that he's making a change mm-hmm. Goes to him. I think Chris was in prison for like six years at that point. Again, wow. I might be getting some of this wrong. Yeah. And he says, I think we might be able to get you out, but nobody else believes in this case. So I'm going to take a pro bono. Yeah. They're working on this appeal for years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think five or six years and now chris isn't just starting a business and mentoring people he also learns italian when he's in prison wow um and he learned he learned another language too i forgot what it was uh-huh. but he's really doing stuff in there yeah eventually they go in front of a judge and they reduce his sentence to twenty years. Mm-hmm. Now, by then he had been in, by I think, eleven years. Yeah. And with good behavior, he can get out in like three or four years. Well. So he said that the guards were happy for him. All the other inmates were thrilled, but the people who ran the system were upset. Like they didn't want him to get out, so they throw roadblocks in his way. For oh. example. Mm-hmm. He, he had done such a good job with his friend of mentoring people mm-hmm. in prison that mm-hmm. they gave them their own area of the jail. Mm-hmm. And he said that was taken away from them. Their computer privileges were taken away. A bunch of stuff went away and he was sent to a harder prison. Eventually they led him into a halfway house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said that his parole officer didn't believe in him. Because he wanted to go back to college and she said that that's impossible. You're never going to do that. And his parole officer also acted as his therapist. Ah. So he couldn't really say anything against her
1: right? because
0: she was the one taking the notes. Yeah. But he enrolls in college. He meets with the dean and tells her his situation mm-hmm. just so she knows if anything's going on eventually i forgot the exact story i think he's transferred away from the college because the po is really trying to fuck with him and he tells her one day i'm going to be more successful than you that's all he says to her he's transferred away eventually two years later some stuff happens he gets back to college he gets his degree and he starts a bunch of businesses one of them being a construction business and he tells a story about how one day he drives it to a construction site in a new suit. And I want to say a Corvette gets out of the car and his parole officer walks by him. She says to him, Chris, are you working on the construction site? And he says, mm-hmm. no, I run the business that's working on the construction site.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right then one of his workers comes over to him. She's starting to walk away mm-hmm. and the Construction worker says, who is that? And he says, just says loud enough for her to hear. Oh, that's nobody. Right. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, with his friend, his friend was a little bit more of an unusual case. He came from a good family. His parents were Christians, but nobody's perfect, but they really cared about their son. And it was nobody's
1: perfect. Nobody's perfect. In there.
0: But yeah, I did, but. He killed somebody because it, it's a long story and I want you to read the book. So I'm not going to give anything away, but he was genuinely a good person. At least that's what the book makes it seem like. Yeah. So when him and Chris are in prison, Chris doesn't have anybody. His mom is addicted to drugs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His dad is dead. Uh, his sister had her life together, but I believe she joined the military and left the Baltimore area. And Chris's friend, you know, I'm horrible with names. I don't remember the friend's name. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, starts talking to his parents about Chris. Mm-hmm. And one day he says, oh, uh, my parents sent me a Christmas package and they also sent one to you. And, you know, my parents coming. Oh, I guess they're coming for Chris or me. <laughs> my parents are visiting me this Sunday. They'd like to meet you. I've talked about you. So he starts a relationship with the parents. Well. Wow. And one day they say to him, "Uh, would it be okay, Chris, if next week we just meet with you and not our son because we just want to talk to you and get to know who you are? And he did. Mm -hmm. And he said that they're really cool, really nice people. That's a pretty interesting part of the book. Oh, let me tell another thing that happened. Okay. Okay. In the 1990s, a couple years before he goes to prison, his sister is dating a guy named Eric. Eric. Yeah. Who is on the straight and
1: narrow? Uh uh-huh. huh. Like, like she was.
0: Yeah. He wants to become an electrician. Yeah. And, you know, years go by. In the early 2000s, Eric fell on some part-times and ended yeah. up going to jail for like a year. Now, after he got out of jail, he got his life back together. Mm-hmm. So this isn't like Eric fell off the wagon and then never got back. But mm-hmm. while he's in prison, he reconnects with Chris. Uh huh. Okay. And they become good friends. And by now, Er Chris was starting to change his life around. Mm -hmm. Chris gets out of prison, doesn't have any place to stay. Eric and his wife take Chris in. Mm -hmm. And he said that, like, if they didn't do that, he could have easily have gone back to jail.
1: Or been homeless.
0: Well, no, because the way the court system works, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a place to stay... You could go back to jail for that.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, It was really interesting how that whole thing worked out. And the other thing I want to say, I know I'm giving a lot of detail, but this is a fantastic book. Mm -hmm. Um, With the thing with his lawyer. Now, his lawyer visited him about 25 times between the first visit and when they went to see the judge. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, it's like a month before they go and see the judge. And the lawyer says... Do you want the attorney who's a partner at the law firm I work for to handle this case? He's much better than I am. And Chris says, no, you're the one who took this from a pro bono case as really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be there in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. OK, so they go to court and his lawyer starts crying. Mm-hmm. Talking about the progress that Chris has made. Mm-hmm. And he says in the book, yeah, I could have gone with a somebody who's on paper as a better attorney, mm-hmm. but they weren't gonna have the the um the dedication of this case that my man ended up having. Mm-hmm. So he gets out of prison, does this thing, and a couple of years later, his friend gets out of prison. Wow. Uh and 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 mind you, they were supposed to be in there for life. Yeah. This is a really incredible book.
1: And, and and what do they end up doing?
0: Uh, Chris uh, is involved with a lot of local businesses. One of them is he runs a construction business. He's also an artist. Mm-hmm. He, um, uh, I think he makes uh, some type of art, and he's successful. I googled his net worth. He's worth like four and a half million dollars. Wow! So he's done. He's done some stuff, and he serves on a lot of boards. Oh wow! Like you know, citywide you know things to help improve his community yeah and the other guy um works in computers wow so he works for some tech company oh wow uh i i just think that was really fascinating and it really made me think about how we treat criminals because you know that i am pro-death penalty as am i yeah and having said that this was a story, this isn't a story about a man who was wrongly convicted. He says that he killed that person. Mm-hmm. Both of the guys say that. Mm-hmm. So they're not denying they are murderers. Mm-hmm. But yet they were able to turn their lives around. And especially Chris. Mm-hmm. Like the the other guy, there's more of ambiguity there. But yeah. Chris was really able to turn his life around. So it, it got me to thinking about, well, how do I feel about the death penalty after reading that?
1: I'm still for the death penalty. I am too,
0: but it brings up questions. But
1: I mean, if they actually deserved the death penalty and they were not willing to do the work and prove that they made a mistake mm-hmm. and they think that, you know, they want to show people that they are um, not a danger to society. And, um, and in, and in, in rare cases like this one, Um, they have shown, uh, that they were actually working on themselves. Yeah. And if they weren't working on themselves then they probably would still be in prison right now.
0: Exactly. But for the first couple of years, Chris was in there. He wasn't really doing that much work on himself. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I'm a judge and I'm looking at his case, I could easily say, well, you deserve the death penalty, young man.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So how do you, how do you figure all that stuff out? I don't know.
1: Well and and you also have to think about well what you know was this murder precalculated were the murders precalculated uh, or premeditated or were they because of self defense I mean each case is different
0: Yeah and Chris said that the guy who he killed was in his 30s I think Chris was again 16 at the time and none of the man's family went to testify against Chris at the trial Wow. So th- it's not like it was a beloved member of the community that he killed. It's like
1: so. It's like he he killed another person that was shut out of his family, probably.
0: That was yeah, in that life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And nobody showed up for him either. No. So I mean, I, I mean, you kind of have to weigh each case because it's not like a one size fits all kind of a system. Yeah. Not everybody is is uh, deserving of being out of prison. Um, because of the way that they've, well, I mean, and especially to the way that they've handled their own case, right? Mm-hmm. When they've tried, cause some people have tried to make themselves look good so that, so they could just get out of jail or get out of prison. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Chris Wilson and his other friend, um, really did want to show that they are Not just sorry for what they did, but that they want to be back in society and they're not a danger.
0: And they're mentoring people. Right. They're mentoring other prisoners.
1: Right, exactly.
0: There's another story from the book I want to tell. Chris is in the halfway house. And one weekend he's visiting Eric. And they call Chris's mom. They're talking for him and she says, I love you. Chris was still mad at her, so he didn't say anything to her. Goes back to the halfway house think it's like a, uh, the next day he gets a call saying your mom was f- found dead this morning. it's okay. So that's a little bit fucked up. Your last conversation with your mom, you didn't say I love her, right? But then like a half hour later, he gets another call saying she died from suicide. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: Um, That's a tough situation. Mm. I mean, because how is he supposed to know that she meant it because he, she wasn't really around? Yeah. You know, she could have said, I love you just because I'm going to kill myself in a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a, it's hard to, uh, um, it's kind of hard to grapple with that, I would think.
0: I hear you there, j Whoa. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, because she wasn't, she wasn't exactly, you know, the best mom. No,
0: no, no. No.
1: But then she could have meant it too, I mean.
0: People are complicated creatures. She could have easily loved him and still been a shitty mom. You know.
1: But she didn't know how to show it. Yeah. As you've said, some uh, people don't know how to show uh, they don't know how to show love.
0: And he he does say in the book that she did have some good qualities, but she got caught up in that crack life.
1: Right. She she lost her priorities.
0: That's right. Yeah. So that was one of the books I read this week. Jay-o. And then I read another book called Show Me a Hero. Yes. About this fight over public housing in Yonkers, New York, which basically took place from the late 80s until the mid 90s the, when the book, you know, that's the area it focuses on. I was interested to read it because David Simon, who does a show that we watch called The Wire, mm. did a mini series based on the book and also wrote the foreword for the re-release, this, you know, this version of the book. Um, it was super interesting hearing all the intricate parts. There's a politician who ended up killing himself. There's all these families who wanted to move into these townhouses that were built. Yeah. It was good stuff.
1: Yeah, we could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, babes, you had a dream the other night.
1: Yeah, it was a crazy dream. I don't I don't I don't know why I dreamed about this. And so I had this dream that I hey What? I didn't have a dream that you were messing with my eel. Okay. (laughs) What are you doing?
0: (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Ew. ew. I love you, Ew. I love
1: you. Ew. Anyway. I had this dream that I was in this house and <clears throat> I there was a bunch of men in there and a bunch of women. And the leader of this this uh group was was interesting, was the same person that was on the radio. But it had nothing to do with what was being talked about and I I am um, since falling asleep through that uh anyway so i'm in the house and i i uh found out that this was a religious cult because i was trying to leave and i uh found out pretty quickly that i was one of the women that was supposed to be paired off with these guys that i i with one of the guys that i've never met i've never i've i have never i i do not know these people mm-hmm. And um, I was trying to leave and the leader was trying to hold me down with his leg because he didn't want me to leave. And then I finally was able to get to the door and somebody went and I think it was a woman was trying to hold my shoulders down. But I finally got out. I barely got out the, got, got out of the door. Oh. And I closed it and that was it. I woke nice, up. Nice. That was a weird dream. Well, good. It was like a commune situation. Yeah. That's what it, it felt like to me. Now, I, I, did I mention this here where I knew someone that grew up in a commune situation?
0: You might have.
1: Yeah, she said that there were families that were living next door to her and there was a, like a lot of kids. Wow. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Never heard about that, but. Oh. Yeah, so it's kind of like they were living on a compound or something. Nice. Or in a compound or whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe in my later years I'll start a commune. We'll see.
1: No. Okay, what else? Sounds like a bad idea. Oh, my goodness, what else? We're going to start it with Gortwood.
0: Yeah, g- when we do Green Gertrude and Hammond, <laughs> we'll have to call them.
1: Or what about Agnes? Agnes
0: can be part of it, too, <laughs> after Gertrude passes away.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, what else? Babes, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I don't think so. We talked about a lot.
0: Yeah, I gave a very, very brief overview of Show Me a Hero. Uh, it's not as good as um,
1: The Master, the master plan. plan,
0: but it's still r- really, really good. Both wow. solid books. Huh. Yes. So check those out there. Very, G-o.
1: very good. How are you
0: feeling, babes?
1: Uh, I'm feeling good. I really did need that nap. That was a good nap.
0: You think we should kiss a little bit and then watch The wild?
1: Okay. Why can we kiss? Oh my god All right, Hi babes. Okay, bye-bye. Bye bye.
0: Alexa.